0: This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Hey there. So glad you joined me again today for the Food Factor podcast. I am so excited to talk to you. I'm so excited to actually I'm not I'm I'm actually not excited that we have to talk about this topic. And as much as I love you, I love all of you. I hate that this is something that keeps getting brought up. It it. Well, we'll get into it. So the thing that we are talking about today is the thing that nobody focuses on when it comes to losing weight. So there's a few things I wanna talk about and cover with this. Before we do that though, to lighten the mood before I get feisty and fired up, I want to read a review that somebody left. I am so appreciative of those of you who have gone on and left reviews. I don't think you can do it with Spotify. I don't know if you can do it with Google, um, but those of you who listen on Apple Podcasts, I really appreciate it. I have a, a review here from Anne is, is the name, and it says, I've been listening to the podcast and I love it. I really like the fun intro music too. Well, thanks Anne. I had no idea what I'm doing with that. You are such a wealth of knowledge and make eating healthy more fun than I've ever experienced before. Thank you. Well, thank you, Anne. I appreciate the reviews, I really do. I see that four other people also left one. I don't know if there's comments to it. I'm still learning the back ends of podcasting. So uh, I'd love to read your review though. I, I, I read them and they really do keep me going. I really feel it's, it's lonely in podcast world. I don't know who's listening. <laughs> I don't know how things are coming across. I tell jokes that I think are funny, but I don't know who's laughing. Anyways, it's really, really helpful for me to hear the feedback and the reviews And reviews help new shows like mine get heard and and seen in front of other people. So it's really important for podcasters, especially, and, and, any business owner really, to hear those reviews and to see those reviews. So if you know somebody who is a small business owner, it doesn't even have to be a podcast, but even a small business owner that you've you've used their services and you really like what they do, go on Google and leave them a Google review if they're on if their business is on Google. I mean it's really, really beneficial and it shows it, it keeps them going. It shows that what they do matters. And I can't speak for everybody, but this is a passion project of mine and knowing that it's received well by other people is really uh, something that keeps me going. So, thank you again for that review, and I really, really appreciate that. So, all right, on to the topic of today's show, which is the thing that nobody focuses on when it comes to losing weight. So, when it comes to losing weight, so many people, maybe you are one of them, solely focus on the number on the scale. And you may be thinking, well, yeah, Stephanie, that's what I'm gauging my progress on. This is what the doctor told me to gauge my progress on. This is what society has told me to gauge my progress on. This is what my family members or my friends gauge their success on. Do you ever ever notice that? Anyone who has ever known someone who has made lifestyle or diet changes and has seen results always leads with how much weight they lose, right? As if that is the most important indicator of health. Then sometimes it's like, well, yeah, and I also have more energy. But usually it's like, I lost 40 pounds. I lost 25 pounds. I lost this, that, and the other weight pounds. And then sometimes it are like, oh, yeah, and I'm sleeping better, and I have more energy, and I got off my blood pressure medication or what have you. But why is this? Why? Why do we gauge all of our health success around what the scale says or by what size clothes we wear? Who decided that the scale is the litmus test of health? Think back for yourself for a second. When did you become aware of what a scale was and what measuring your weight was? For many of us, this may have been at a very early age. Personally, I remember there always being a scale in my parents' bathroom that I would always go and stand on. I thought it was cool. I didn't know what the numbers meant, but I just thought it was kind of fun. In the very early times of weighing ourselves, it may have been fun, right, to see the numbers go up. I know, specifically for me, I remember being really young, maybe, I don't know, six, seven, somewhere around there, eight, who knows. And when I moved out of the 60s into the 70s of weight, I was like, yes, I'm growing. I'm a big kid, you know, like it was It was a joyful experience. It was something cool to look at. And I think probably then maybe in teen years or, or maybe somewhere around there is where the number on the scale becomes the indicator of success. But why? And luckily, now, personally speaking, I see the scale for what it really is. Which, of course, as we all know, it's a way to make sure your luggage is under the carry-on limit for the airplane. Right? It's simply a tool that measures something in relation to gravity. That's it. When you put, say, I don't know, a watermelon on a scale, which, I don't know, maybe you don't do that, but just stay with me for a second with this example. When you put a watermelon on a scale, do you judge it for how much its seeds weigh? Of course not. You can't tell the, how much a seed weighs just by reading the number on the scale. Why is it any different for you to think the same number on the scale when you stand on it reflects what you are really asking, which is what is my body composition? How much muscle versus bone versus fat versus blood do I have in my body? Wait, you aren't asking those questions? You don't want to know how much bone you have on your body? Well, good. Because the scale doesn't tell you those either. So stop letting it control your mood. Stop letting it be the thing that determines if you're going to have a good day, or a bad day. Or for some people, it it determines what they will eat that day or not eat that day. The size of your body is not representative of who you are And what you are here to do in this world. So with all of that said, I am not sheltered from the fact that we notice when our body holds on to fat tissue. It may feel sluggish. It may feel heavy. We may feel like we can't move around as well. It's not a good feeling. But instead of going down the rabbit hole of, how did I let this happen? I have no willpower. I need to control this. Why don't we ask ourselves, What is the cause of this? What is the reason for this? Because as we talked about a few episodes ago, I feel like it was like maybe three or four, somewhere in the early on, there's always a cause. Let's table that for a second because I wanna bring up something that is absolutely soul crushing to me. And I'm not even being, trying to be dramatic. I know it sounds dramatic, but it is soul crushing to me. I have had multiple clients tell me, they're afraid to go to the doctor. Afraid. They are afraid to go to the doctor for routine and basic visits because they don't want someone yelling at them or shaming them about their weight. Which happens a, a lot. <laughs> or they will say, you know, when I lose, fill in the blank amount of weight, you know, 10 pounds, then I'll go. Maybe you've said this before. Maybe you have family or friends who have said this. Think of how this has the potential to be life-threatening. Someone doesn't go for a yearly exam and early stage cancer isn't found or elevated blood pressure isn't caught or high blood sugar is left untreated or a minor health concern that's easily treated turns into a potentially huge medical issue, all because of fear of being shamed about weight. I tell this to all my clients and I will tell this to you as well, If you have a doctor who shames you for your weight, you need a new doctor, period. There's no reason and there's no excuse for someone to treat anyone like that. There are plenty of doctors. It's one thing to have a conversation around, you know, healthy ways to improve lab values, which by the way, isn't only tied to the scale. Nutrition, for example, is a massive influencer of lab values. But just like I said, and again, I think it was episode three or four, weight is not the problem. It's a symptom. So shaming someone into improving a symptom doesn't solve the problem. So let's talk about some of the potential reasons someone can see an increase in their body size. So number one would be lifestyle. Whether a stressor happened, like maybe there was a death in the family or an illness, This can throw your routine off, meaning you are eating foods you normally don't eat or um, you can't be as active as you usually are. And and then that of course impacts your sleep and that's disrupted because of stress or because of food and exercise being off. This occurring for a day or two likely isn't a huge deal, but if it lasts for weeks or months, can definitely reflect in a negative image or a negative change in your body. Have you had anything like this happen to you? I mean, we are in a pandemic that a lot of people, almost everybody, if not everybody, has impacted, been impacted by in one way or another. So a second potential reason are hormones. Are you going through a different phase of life right now? For example, postpartum, pre or post menopause. These timeframes can have a lot of hormone fluctuations and this can impact metabolism. Men also can go through hormone adjustments at various phases that can impact your metabolism as well. Depending on what's going on, this can cause your body to slow its metabolism, which can cause it to hold on to fat stores and, and cause other things to kind of fluctuate. And the third thing would be inflammation, whether it's from stress hormones or An increase in insulin because of eating higher sugary foods or excessive dieting, which flares up stress hormones because your body thinks it's starving, which it is, which can cause metabolic nosedives or food choices that you're sensitive to can cause inflammation Or, or maybe the food choices have a lot of chemicals and preservatives in them that causes inflammation, which can show up when you weigh yourself. Remember, you can't just simply weigh a watermelon seed and know how much it weighs. You weigh the whole thing. Everything is included. Or if maybe, for example, you're not eating enough anti-inflammatory foods to help your body fight the inflammation and properly detoxify, all of these can show up on the scale and have nothing, nothing to do with your willpower or your morals as a person. So, why are you judging yourself for what the scale says? I have had a few clients who have mentioned that they uh, were frustrated that they aren't seeing the scale move. And when I have them list out what we call non scale victories, the list is long. These are things like no more headaches increased in energy, clothes are baggier, which let's reflect on that for a second. You can see a shift in your body size and not a shift in the scale. I see this all the time, (laughs) all the time, when people will start playing mind games with themselves where the scale may be the same or maybe it's up a pound or down a pound but no like huge impacts on it. But then they're like, yeah, it's really weird. My shirts are baggier. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, it's because your body size is changing. Your body composition is changing. But other things impact the scale. I know I've given this example multiple times, so bear with me if you've heard it. But if you start making changes, like you increase your, your nutritional value in your food choices, and maybe you become more active, and you get more sleep, and you're making all these changes... If you lose five pounds of fat and you gain five pounds of muscle, which is a lot of people want to increase muscle mass. If you lose five pounds of fat and you gain five pounds of muscle, the scale stays the same. But there is a massive shift in your body composition. And because muscle is less dense, or I'm sorry, muscle is more dense and takes up less space, fat tissue. When you lose kind of the puffier, fluffier fat tissue and you gain the dense muscle tissue that takes up less space, you notice inches being lost. You notice clothes fitting differently. You notice those types of things, but the scale could stay the same. I get so fired up and I apologize if this is coming off in a certain way, but I get so fired up because people only judge themselves on the scale. When you have to look at everything, you have to look at the bigger picture. Anyways, off my soapbox. So other things that are non-scale victories that that I've seen in clients and clients have reported are they don't have to take a nap in the afternoon anymore. Their digestion is regular again. Their moods are improved because hello, when you get your digestive on track, your digestion is up and running and flowing nicely, then it does improve your mood. There's a whole gut-brain connection there that I'm gonna do a whole episode on. Your skin, they've reported their skin is clearing up and looking brighter and healthier. They have increased patience with their kids and their spouses, which I, I think is such a benefit that a lot of times goes unsaid, but that has a direct reflection on how you're feeling, how your mood is, how you feel it nutritionally and all of that. And then their sleeping is better. The list goes on and on. And it's interesting to see how different the non-scale victories are with different people. So after discussing all of the benefits that have nothing to do with the scale, clients then start to realize just how ridiculous only focusing on that number is. This is what I hope you receive from listening today. The thing that nobody talks about when it comes to weight loss or lack thereof weight loss are the non-scale victories. All the rewards you receive from from focusing and what our body needs, not what to restrict it from, and positively reflecting on all that you have learned and gained from treating yourself with respect like you do when you focus on supportive and nutritious foods. So let's recap. Scales are junk. Stop using them. List out all of your non scale victories, or the victories that you want to see, maybe you're at the beginning phase, maybe you're at the beginning start, I hate to call it a journey, but that's what people kind of recognize it as. But maybe you're at the beginning phases. And you want to list out not what you want to see on the scale, please don't list out what you want to see on the scale, list out all of those non scale victories, what do you want to feel? What do you want to accomplish? Maybe you want to walk a 5K. Maybe you want to play soccer in the yard with your kids. Maybe you want to be able to take your dog all the way around the block, not just partially around the block. Whatever those non-scale victories are, list some of those out. Maybe you want a full night's sleep that you haven't been able to have. You know, it doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong. It doesn't matter if, if that's not a, a victory for somebody else. It's what's important to you. What are your non-scale victories? List them out. And then again, don't put off your doctor appointment. If your doctor's a jerk, find one who's not. There are plenty of doctors out there who are supportive and who are caring. And if you ask them to not comment on your weight because you're in the process of making some changes, they need to honor that. Also, one of the things to recap is joining the upcoming Kick-Ass February Challenge. Wait a minute, I didn't mention that, did I? The February Kick-Ass Challenge starts February 1st. It's a virtual challenge that you can do anywhere. We focus on four things, water intake, exercise minutes, vegetable servings, and reducing, but not eliminating, sugary foods and drinks. You track these things using a super easy app And when I say track, I don't mean you are weighing stuff and measuring, I mean you literally just check off how many minutes you exercise and how many servings of veggies you had. Like it's super simple, super basic. There is a leaderboard which is always fun and there's support and accountability from others in the group. Also I'm in there and I'm going through this too and I'm doing the challenge and I'm gonna be going live almost every day, um, answering questions, giving tips, um, providing recipes and ideas as needed. And the best part for this challenge is that 50% of the proceeds go towards helping Ruth's Gleanings, which is a nonprofit in Spartanburg, South Carolina, who focus on connecting fresh local farm grown produce with people in nutritional poverty. It is a marvelous organization and I will link their website and info in the show notes so you can read up on them, reach out to them, donate if you can volunteer with them. If you can, they're always looking for people to help uh, pack up the produce boxes and, and help deliver things. They're doing amazing work. And that it all aligns with my personal mission that and kind of philosophy, that nutrition is a right, not a privilege. We'd love to have you in the challenge. It's only 28 days. It's the shortest month of the year. You can definitely do that. And it's also my birthday month. So join as an early birthday present to me. I can't wait to see you there. I'll post the link below so you can um, also get more information. You can register. If if you don't if you're not able to see show notes, I know sometimes it can be tricky depending on where you get your uh, uh, podcast from. Um, You can just go to foodfactornutrition.com slash kickass dash challenge, or it's also located under the group programs tab on the foodfactornutrition.com website. So thank you again for listening. I want to just leave you with one question though. What are you going to do today? No. What are you going to do right now to support your health? Please reach out if you have any questions or if you would like to sign up for a free consultation, I'm happy to uh, brainstorm some ideas with you. I look forward to hearing from you soon. I hope to see you in the challenge. Have a fantastic rest of the day. Bye.